Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. So let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. Bing bong. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Welcome in to this Tuesday, January 25th edition of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home, proudly serving the area since 1880. Spencer Pui, Nick Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us, as uh, it's a pretty big day here on the show. We have a big guest coming on the show in about uh, about 30 minutes. Colin, you already messed it up. He I know. said he wasn't going to do. Mm-hmm. What? What were you practicing the entire time beforehand? What are you talking about? What you blamed Colin for not doing all week on Eastern Panhandle Talk. Yeah. And by all week, I mean three <laughs> days. Hey, hey, I didn't get there yet. I said it's a big day on the show. Who's our guest? Mark Schlereth. Yeah. Mark Schlereth, three-time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth, will join the show at 1240 to discuss all things about the big game and about football, had a big divisional weekend. I uh, want to give a shout-out to our intern on the other side of the glass, producing on the TV10 side, Avery Newport, with the thumbs up over there. Uh, You're welcome for the reminder. Hey, I was going to do it anyway. you got to let it go. I mean, I mean, Rob doesn't do it off the top. Yeah, he does. Well, i got to be different than everybody. i got to be different than everybody, Colin. At least, I, at least the first day he's back there going to run it. I'm going to remember, not like when last week when Nick no, was running remember. for you. I don't he know did a great that. job. I don't know. You didn't You didn't call him. It's me. okay, Colin. He's Nick. You know, I don't need to be introduced Versalini. because I'm just known. Every, yeah. Even He's if the goat. people may not, they can recognize my head in the background. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When you're well, on camera. Yeah. Quarter of the time. All right. Are you guys going to keep going back and forth over there? I mean, no, if you're going to let us. We're good, actually, now, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot to discuss on the show. Last night, we had Shepard Hoops action on TV10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. Uh, sweep there of Mansfield, but it wasn't easy from the start. Very slow game to start on the women's side of things, Nick. Yeah, it, it wasn't a good start for the Shepard women, but once they got their game going, they got Abby Beeman in transition where she is so dangerous with the basketball in her hands. And Marley McLaughlin from three. It became uh, Shepard's kind of game, and then they were able to pull away in that fourth quarter. And like I said on the game last night, it it seemed like they got better each quarter and played their best quarter in the fourth quarter. So like they say, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. And Shepard played well enough in the first quarter to keep it close and then eventually pulled away as the game went along. So a, a good finish for the Rams. And overall... What you wanted to see after a Kutztown game to an extent, I think. I think you would have liked them to play you know, good the whole game, but a, a good enough performance against a team like Mansfield. Uh, but now when you get into PSAC play and you continue to play tougher teams, you're going to need complete games. But overall, a good win for the women's team last night. Um, and you know, pretty balanced. They had some players step up. Shipley played well off the, or in the starting lineup. Um, yeah, we talked about her during the game. You look at a player like Megan Shipley coming in as a freshman out of Maryland, and as Rob Mario mentioned to us a while back, you know Maryland canceled like all their high school sports last year, so she didn't have a senior high school season. 
So she hadn't played since her junior season in high school basketball. And for her to come in and be a starter off the top and be a very much a role player to start the season and now uh, to play as good as she has of late and uh, – you know that just goes to show like who she is as a player and how she can uh improve you know steadily as the season goes on yeah she's going to be a uh, special player for this uh team for years to come if she uh stays with the program which is what you expect and hopefully she stays healthy but going back into that uh game detail wise last night first quarter was abysmal and you hope that uh you never see a performance like that from Shepard again in a uh any quarter at all i mean it was 10 to 9 at the end of the uh first quarter and everybody's kind of there just honestly stunned head scratcher but they picked it up and 21 points in the second quarter giving up only 13 third quarter pretty much well matched a 16 15 advantage for Shepard, and then in the fourth quarter just completely dominating 26 to 14 to win 52 or 72 to 52 and back to uh shipley there uh in 22 minutes starting she went five for seven from the field three for three uh from the free throw line had three boards and one block to 13 total points there for the freshman beeman with 18 points uh, 8 of 10 from the charity strip, 5 of 10 from the field, 5 defensive boards, 5 assists to go along with 3 steals. Uh, Marley McLaughlin, 8 of 15 from the field, 2 of 4 from the three, uh, char- or, excuse me, 3 point line, 3 total boards, 1 steal for 19 points. Didn't see a lot from Sidney Clayton, the reigning PSAC Defensive Player of the Week, uh, but 31 minutes for her, for her. Hannah Myers uh, steadily getting back into the lineup after uh, an injury and some COVID issues. Saw a lot from Jordan Smith last night. 20 minutes total, three of six from the field, uh, four rebounds on the defensive side, um, one or excuse me, yeah, one assist uh, in her six point performance. And then a lot of players come out, came off the bench towards the end of the game. Uh, Maddie White at five points went five of six from the charity stripe, three total rebounds one assist uh you know for a player like maddie white to come come in and just completely go to the boards i mean that's you know that's kind of what her game is uh to go 506 from the charity stripe really helps yeah nothing nothing nick i mean she did what she had to do i guess uh you know came in provided some points it was it was a decent win for Shepard. i think they can play better than that but they still they didn't shoot the ball bad either. Forty-seven point two percent overall. Now you would have liked more uh, three pointers. Went two for fifteen for a total of thirteen point three percent. But again, didn't need the three pointers tonight. After that second quarter where they just completely uh, dominated, and then in the fourth quarter, you know, just a lot of twos will get you the win. Maybe it's a good way to close out the game. And now over to the men's side, uh, saw a completely dominant performance there from reigning PSAC Defensive Player of the Week, Kyle Daggett. Game high, 24 points, eight boards, three blocks, couple, I guess all three of those blocks were phenomenal. He connected on 10 of 12 uh, from the field, one of two from beyond the arc, and three of five from the charity stripe, having five assists as well. Uh, when you have a guy like Daggett on your team, it definitely uh, spread helps spread the ball out with those five assists and... Uh, you know, you can go up and get – I believe all those boards were on the defensive side too. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Uh, all of them were eight defensive rebounds. Yeah. He had five assists, as you mentioned. So he, he did a lot of different things. But I think as a team too – And three blocks. 
Yeah. The thing that stood out to me was how well they were able to shoot the ball from three. Because on the year, I think they only averaged like seven and a half threes yeah. per game. They ended up making 11 on the night. And uh, just a lot of guys got in double figures. They had five guys in double figures. You had good performances from other players as well. So they shot the ball well. It, it was a really strong performance for the Rams, especially that first half. But overall, just, you know, they continued it in the second half as well. So it, it was a good performance for Shepard. Technically, if you look at the numbers, the second half was better, but it, it seemed like turnover-wise they were a little bit sloppier in the second half. Well, yeah, it's because they took the, during the game they took, you know, a lot of the starters out and things just – you know, we're very sloppy bringing the ball up past half court. And, uh, you know, Coach Namlik had to bring back in a bunch of his starters. Yeah, but it, it was a, a real good performance for the Shepard Rams men's team. Uh, now, Mansfield only had one win, but we had seen some good numbers from them at times this year. Um, excuse me. The Rams will play East Stroudsburg on Wednesday. Which we'll is can... going to be a tough contest. East Stroudsburg is, comes in on the men's side, 10-5 and five overall, 8-3 and three in the conference. Uh, they do struggle a little bit on the road, 4-3 and three overall. Uh, so, you know, that could be uh, something to look out for in that game. But they've won four in a row coming off of a uh, 73-69 victory over Westchester, a 66-61 victory over Gannon, uh, and their first win in that four-game winning streak was a 59-54 win over Shippensburg on the women's side. Uh, should be should be an easy game uh, for the Shepherd women. They come in, the uh, East Stroudsburg Warriors come in 1-14 and 14 and 0 and 12 in the conference and 0-8 on the road. So Definitely tomorrow will be another day of good day of basketball there at uh, at the Butcher Center, we won't have the call for that game. We'll be back on the call on Saturday as uh, both teams will face Lock Haven, a 1 and 3 p.m. start with women first, uh, 1230 Johnny's Express tip-off show with Nick and I on TV10, WRNR TV on YouTube. So, big week, and it kind of just is the what the season's going to be due to the COVID issues they have Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a, a tough remaining schedule for Shepard and the, really much of the PSAC because of the, all the COVID issues. Yeah, good thing is all these games are at home coming up this week. So you get a little bit of a homestand, which it's been a while since the Rams have been at home. And, uh, you know, some interesting matchups. I think Lockhaven's a winnable game for both teams. Um, East Strasburg will be tough for the Ben, like you said, but it really could go either way in any of those games. So you can't overlook these opponents. But, um, you know, it should be a good week of basketball for the Rams, and it's good to see them back at home. Definitely is, and uh, that's why we're here. Switch over to uh, some EPAC basketball action. Girls basketball last night. Colin, you got any of those results? Uh, not off the top of my head, but I could look them up. Uh, I was looking at the one, and there was not a uh, score in, but there was a uh, huge upset now that I remember it. Spring Mills uh, – beat jefferson 60 to 51 in high school girls basketball last night so after a uh, seven to, or not jefferson uh washington spring mills beat 60 to 51 so after washington started seven and zero, they've uh dropped three of the last four and are at eight and three and um spring mills now five and six on the year yeah and obviously spring mills over there with coach goska we had on the show last week uh they're doing they're they're returning kind of to where they want to, or they're getting to where they want to be right at the right time of the year. And when we had them on, we, uh, 
I asked him about you know this upcoming schedule. It really going to be the gauntlet, and he said that's what that's what you do if you love competing. You love seeing this kind of schedule, and they've already gotten through one of the top teams in the EPAC in Washington as they kind of begin their ascension to the top. Yeah, and they already beat Hedgesville and Martinsburg, so they have the control in the side of the section, and Washington and Jefferson on the other side look like to be the two top teams there, at least record-wise. I mean, Musselman still has some great talent, especially we've seen them each time just explode in second-half games, so you never know what they could bring to the table come playoff time. So it'll be fun to keep an eye on these uh, girls the rest of the year. But Spring Mill is trying to etch themselves at the top right now. Well, who do they have next? They have Musselman next. Uh, What will be intriguing is that uh, Saturday-Monday game, or games against Jefferson, the away and home games, because obviously these two teams right now – I believe tied for first in the EPAC. Both undefe- right, both yeah. undefeated records. Jefferson, I believe, is four and zero in the EPAC, while Spring Mills is three and zero in the EPAC. Uh, but that should be an exciting Friday or Saturday Monday. I believe. Did I say Saturday Monday? Yes. Yeah, Saturday Monday uh, contest wise, because and then that that whole week, as we mentioned, so they'll have Musselman this week, uh, Thursday, Saturday they'll be home against Petersburg. Then they'll have Musselman again next Monday. Washington again, the first, Hedgesville, then Jefferson, Jefferson, Martinsburg. And then they'll have kind of – it's this is their biggest stretch of the season uh, because they have – so they have this game today, the 24th, 27th, 29th, 31st, 1st, 3rd, 5th, 7th, 10th, and then they don't play again till the end of the season where they play two games, uh, non-region games against Mount Ridge out of Maryland, and then Hampshire is their final game of the year, I believe – uh, that is on 217 before um, sectionals begin. I believe in the week of the 20th, I think. I'll have to double check on that. Uh, but definitely, it's great to see that Spring Mills team kind of make the ascension to the top like the boys team. Yeah. And uh, the boys team, I believe they're in action tonight. Uh, if I got the Twitter mention right, yep, they're in action against Southern Fulton out of Pennsylvania at the Cardinal Coliseum, 7.30 p.m. tip. Uh, we won't have that game. We will have martinsburg hosting jefferson and uh that should be a good one as martinsburg looks to get back in the wind column jefferson looks to uh continue their uh attack of the peace or the peace i'm thinking shepherd again <laughs> of their of the epac uh but another score from last night uh musselman beats washington on the boys side i believe uh let me double check on this again yeah musselman beats washington on the boys side 75 to 42 uh so you know washington there uh kind of still in last in the EPAC. Yeah, it's been a uh, rough season for the Patriots, and you never know. They can still possibly get uh, a couple wins, play spoiler here and there, but right now they just got to refocus and find their identity. Yeah, definitely. And as we uh, talked to Coach Basile a couple weeks ago, uh, he knows that you know this is a, a big time for the EPAC play because they're kind of fighting for – uh, the sectional life because you know Jefferson's a really good team in their section, and uh, so that should be you know good as it comes down the wire to that. And we get to see those two teams play Friday. There you go. I was about to say you have the call with Jim, I believe, for that one. Yep, that should be a uh, well-matched sectional game at Jefferson. Yeah, I'm definitely jealous. You're on the call for that one. Huh? Uh, but you get tonight's game. Yeah, with Nick. 
Yeah. Uh, so where look we at, at Nick? I mean, yeah, we at? we're at the tw- yeah. So they play again tomorrow. Or no, they play again today at Hampshire. So they're back on the road today. Or they're, yeah, they're back on the road today at Hampshire. Muscleman Boys is, and then they'll be at Jefferson Friday, and then they get three straight home games to start February. Uh, tough game on Tuesday, the first against University. Uh, they'll see Broadford and Christian Academy on the seventh. And then the back-to-back with Washington at home on the eighth, and then they'll have uh, you know pretty much the rest of their schedule is away uh, before the sectionals action begins March first. Tough, tough opponents there uh, towards the end of the season. You got Hedgesville, February eleventh, which they beat last. Or did Hedgesville win on Friday? Hedgesville won. Yeah, on they Friday. came back and won. Yeah, yeah, they did. After Coach Kelly Church got ejected from the game. Yep. After two technicals. Um, but then they got Broadford and Christian Academy away, Martinsburg away, who they beat already, Spring Mills away, Lincoln away, and then they end the season with probably their best competition-wise they could end the season with. That's at Morgantown. Morgantown got, what, a 30-point victory over Martinsburg on Saturday, Nick? Yeah, I want to say it was like 80, 81-51 or something close to that. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's kind of – if you're Coach Basile, that's the test you want right before uh, – Right before sectionals play, you, you get to face one of the top teams in uh, 4A in the state. They might be the best team. I mean, obviously, a lot to be played out. We'll have to see what happens. I think I think this Jefferson-Martinsburg game we have tonight will be a, a good test for both teams. It's a must-win for Martinsburg at this point because you've lost several games in a row against some of the top teams in the EPAC. So if you lose this game, you're – really not having a lot of confidence about what you can do come sectional play. But if you were able to pull out a win tonight, um, it, w- it would be a pretty big upset, I think, at, at this point in the season, and it would give you that momentum. And then on the Jefferson side of things, you know, they're undefeated. So obviously they want to stay undefeated, and they want to win this game by a pretty good margin based on the fact that Morgantown just destroyed Martinsburg the other day so if you're jefferson you're like hey we believe we're one of the top teams in the state but if this game ends up being closer than what you might expect then maybe they're they're not i mean obviously scores between two teams you can't really compare how good a team is just based on that but because there's different styles and stuff like that but it is a good measuring stick for how good you might actually be Obviously, the Cougars are 7-0, and like I say all the time, if you're undefeated, I don't really care who you played. If if you've won 7, 8, 9, 10 games in a row, you're a pretty good basketball team. So uh, that's an intriguing matchup tonight. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping it's a competitive game, uh, but Martinsburg hasn't been playing its best basketball as of late, so it doesn't give you a ton of confidence in the Bulldogs. But, again, we know they have a veteran head coach in Dave Rogers who will have them ready to play. And if they can just clean some things up, you know, that they're very close to getting some of these wins. They just haven't been able to. So I'm looking forward to that game tonight. That should be a really fun one. Yeah, and the other EPAC game going on tonight has Washington, I believe, at – let me double-check. Yeah. Be Spring Mills, right? What? Wouldn't it be Spring Mills, probably? No. Washington at Hedgesville in boys' basketball action tonight. So, Coach Kelly Church, does he get Typically. suspended for a game if he get ejected? I don't, I don't know how that works. I doubt it. I don't know. Uh, but he'll probably be back so. in the saddle tonight there as his team really rallied after he got ejected on Friday. Yeah, it seemed like it. Uh, they, they came back. They, they were able to pull that one out. Obviously, we weren't there, so we don't really know exactly how it all went down, but a good win for the 
Hedgesville Eagles. I was thinking Spring Mills will play Washington just because that's usually how it works. If the girls teams playing the girls team, then or the girls teams playing one team, then they'll yeah. play the opposite. Just remember, boys. it's not girls basketball; it's boys basketball. I know that tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. They became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. We'll be back in two minutes as we continue the Sports Mix. and Ford's used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun. It's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 at Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on the six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Valley Guns 2 will conduct this class on March the 12th at their Inwood location. Master the basics with Basic Handgun 1 taught by NRA certified instructors. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or call 304-229-4411. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Mountaineer Grill and Pub offers many daily specials, including Trivia Night Monday, Karaoke Tuesday, Steak Night Wednesday and Sunday, Thursday Night Boneless Wing Night, and on Friday and Saturday nights, there'll be a DJ and or karaoke. And remember, Monday through Friday, happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., $2 domestic bottles and $2.50 domestic drafts. Let's go! Drink some beers! Mountaineer Grill and Pub! Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer Brunick, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin. Happy to have you with us. Avery Newport running things behind the glass for us. Uh, so he will start doing probably daily now as he's in his internship until, uh, I believe, mid-April. So great to have him there behind the glass learning some broadcasting things from us. Us recent grads teaching. At least attempting to. Attempting to teach us recent grads, attempting to teach a guy that's about to graduate some stuff about real-life broadcasting. Uh, but we're back here on the Sports Mix. Uh, a lot of stuff going down in baseball today. It's actually a pretty busy time even though uh, we're thinking it's not a busy time. But uh, MLB PA and the MLB are set to meet today uh, to continue talks as they are making progress towards a new CBA. Uh, They started yesterday. They're going to continue today. So that's always good because there was a time where I didn't know if we would have baseball this season. We'll have At least starting on time. Now I have a little bit of faith uh, that there's a good chance they start on time. Uh, but some more timely things 
in the world of baseball that really count today. Uh, the Hall of Fame selection, that's today, right? Yeah. The the deadline is votes today? Votes are announced today by the uh, Hall of Fame. I think it uh, is at 6 o'clock tonight when they make it official on who will be this uh, year's class for the Hall of Fame. Going to be interested in uh, seeing if Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, uh, Sammy Sosa, and Kurt Schilling possibly make it because it's their uh, final year on the ballot. Yeah, I've always been kind of a believer that Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. And the, the reason why I say that is while he did use steroids and stuff like that, and it's it's pretty obvious that he enhanced his performance to an extent. Yeah. Um, before he's been known to take PEDs, he was already a really good hitter. And, and I think, too, like – to me, the Hall of Fame is a baseball museum, so it's telling the history and the story of the game. So, and you can't take out that era. Yeah, and, and of I mean the history. If you want to argue that he he's not the all time home run leader because he used steroids, that's fine. But like, it really is about the history of the game. So, Bonds is is a legendary player. I don't think it it should really matter that much that he used steroids, I think you still put him in because he's a part of the history of baseball. He's a part of the legacy of baseball. He helped make the game more popular during his time. I mean, PEDs are definitely bad. They definitely shouldn't be allowed in sports. But there were a lot of guys using it at that time. A lot of the pitchers were using it at the time. So I don't know if during the steroid era, like if you just ignore that whole era of baseball, it's like a bunch of legends of the game are missing, even if they did use steroids to increase their performance. So it's like, I don't know. I think bond should be in. I think Clemens should be in as well. I mean, I know they cheated. I know they went against the game and the integrity of the game, but I mean, come on, those guys should be in and Pete Rose should be in, but that's a whole different story. And I don't think he's eligible right now anymore. Yeah. Uh, a guy that we could see get in, though, David Ortiz. This yeah, year he's one of in. the uh, first-year guys well, he'll get in. on the ballot. I think he'll get in as a uh, first-year guy. Prince he, Fielder, he has a little bit year. of steroid links to him, right, Big Poppy? A little bit? I think, yeah. But I don't think it's like enough for it to be as bad as Bonds. It's very weird how that works, too. It's like some guys... A-Rod's on the ballot first year? Yeah, A-Rod's yeah. not... Didn't he get a lot of in. votes, though. Uh, Tim Lincecum? Ryan Howard? Lincecum won't get in. Joe Nathan? Papelbon? Mark Teixeira? I don't think any of those guys are really first ballot. I mean, A-Rod would be, but again, steroids Prince would prevent him out. Prince Could see Robert. guys like Todd Helton, uh, Andrew Jones, Jimmy Rollins, Bobby Abreu. They could get in. It's not Manny Ramirez's first year, but think you should eventually get in yeah i don't know i mean it, it all depends on how the voters look at it and, and who's voting and do they believe if you have pd connections should we be allowed in the hall of fame hey this Ramirez, is how much based on the numbers yes hall of famer but the peds will probably keep them out for a while if not forever this is how much uh tv coverage this thing is getting today uh, let me find where, where I just got. All right. So MLB Network, 6 p.m. That is the Hall of Fame announcement. But the coverage starts at 4. So you get 
two hours leading up. And then it lasts four hours, so you get a, like an hour and a half reaction. I mean, that's kind of like how they're going to be doing the uh, Super Bowl coming up. I think I saw that coverage now starts at noon for the Super Bowl. I mean, that's always how it's been. Yeah, I feel like that's the NFL Network, ESPN. They always standard. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the standard. It's always been the standard. Is they go all day about on that Sunday though? It's true, but I don't know. I don't know, but the you know we'll see where the MLB Hall of Fame goes. It'll be interesting. We'll definitely discuss tomorrow on the show. Um, But uh, let's hit a break now because uh, the where we're at. Let's hit a break now. Uh, just because we're going to be coming remember, back. I can't touch this. Unless, yeah. Let Avery do it. All right. Well, we're going to hit a break now because when we come back, we'll have uh, Mark Slayer, three-time Super Bowl champion on the segment, sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store. Not just a supply store any longer. Cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living. It's family-owned and operated. And at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg, go to Orsini's.com. When we come back, we'll be joined by Mark Slayer. That's next on the Sports Mix. My name's Corey, and I'm here at Orsini's in beautiful Martinsburg, West Virginia. We no longer specialize in only appliances. We have kitchen design, countertops, cabinets, flooring, and even a new 1,200-square-foot sleep studio with brands such as Stearns & Foster, Sealy, and Tempur-Pedic. 304-267-7251. 360 Heck Wilson Way in Martinsburg. We price match the big box stores, and we give back to our local community. Orsini's.com. The WVU Medicine Children's Neonatal Intensive Care Unit at Berkeley Medical Center recently received a Level 3 designation from the West Virginia Healthcare Authority. This award is based on quality assurance measures, including specialty trained staff, equipment, specialty services, and facility layout and location. Whether patients deliver at Berkeley Medical Center or Jefferson Medical Center, specialized care for babies born with low birth weight, prematurity, and those recovering from serious conditions is available close to home. WVU Medicine, leading healthcare here and everywhere. Panhandle Printing and Design is your full-service local print shop. With over 50 years of combined experience, we know how to handle all of your printing and design needs. We can handle anything, from small business cards to wrapping large vehicles. Our in-house design team can do it all. As a staple of this community, we love helping people promote their events, businesses, and anything they're passionate about. Envision, create, and bring your ideas to life with Panhandle Printing and Design. The right attorney can make all the difference in the outcome of your case. I called Sutton and Janelle, the best lawyers you could ask for. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. 70 years of collective legal experience, family law, criminal defense, DUI, personal injury, and mediation. Sutton and Janelle got the most favorable outcome I could have expected. Visit Sutton and Janelle's new historic location, 224 West King Street in Martinsburg. Online at suttonandjanelle.com. Sutton and Janelle Attorneys at Law. They value your rights and are passionate about your success now back to the sports mix with spencer and nick on talk radio wrnr 106.5 fm am 740 and tv 10 welcome back to this edition of the sports mix spencer nick verzellini call mclaughlin happy to have you with us we're now joined on the phone by a super bowl three-time super bowl champion Mark Schlereth, how are you doing today, Mark? I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're doing great. Happy to have you on the show. We've been a Washington Redskins affiliate since they were the Redskins probably 30 years ago. Oh, 
how about that? So, uh, hey, we just had a reunion, by the way. We had a great reunion on Zoom yesterday. The the uh, skins put it together, and uh, we had probably about 25 of us that were uh, part of that Super Bowl 26 winning team. Uh, Joe Gibbs addressed the, the group. It was so much fun. We told stories. We were on that Zoom call for, gosh, I, I was on that Zoom call for about two hours before it came time to uh, – take my granddaughters to Taekwondo. So it was fun catching up with all the guys like Donnie Warren and and uh, and Gary Clark and uh, Charles Mann and Coach Gibbs and Clarence Vaughn and Big Ed Simmons and Donnie Warren and, uh, and uh, Monty Coleman and uh, oh, man, on and on and on it goes. So I had Joe Jacoby. I know I've left a couple of people out, but, man, what fun we had. I bet you did have fun now. Did you get any insight? You got any insight? What's the team name? No, I have no insight for you, man. I, you know, but me uh, being a, a uh, you know a a, a member of the Hogs, uh, you know, as as I came in the league, they indoctrinated me into being a Hog out there, and got to be a part of that group with Bostic and Jacoby and Russ Grimm and Mark May and all those guys. Uh, I hope it. I hope it comes down to the Hogs because it just makes sense to me. But uh, that probably won't happen. But that would be my vote. Hey, Mark, this is uh, Nick Verzellini. Um, do you have a – since you had that reunion, do you have a favorite memory from that season or maybe a funny story you'd like to share with our audience? Yeah, you know, it was, it was interesting. So uh, Joe Gibbs was telling this – was telling this story. Like, we – Joe kept short – the practice is short, but they were always full contact. I mean, like, it was, it was a, a flat-out scrimmage. You felt like by the time – you got to Sunday, the game was slower and, and less hard-hitting than our practices were. And uh, John Madden, the late grade John Madden, came out to our practice on, like, Thursday. And uh, Brian Mitchell is fighting with the defense on scout team, and we are just <laughs> killing each other. And, like, Joe Gibbs has to cut the practice short. That Friday was the first Friday, by the way, that we didn't put on full pads in practice. It was the first Friday we just came out in helmets because we were, like, literally killing each other. And John Madden turned to his group with Pat Summerall and, and, and uh, Richie Zion was the producer. Rich Russo, I believe, was the director. He turned to those guys and he said, he goes, this game ain't going to be close. These guys are going to kill Buffalo. And, and uh, that was, you know, that was the way we operated uh, considered by many the best Super Bowl team um, in modern Super Bowl history. So, uh, really good team, fun to be a part of that group. And uh, what was also fun was this past weekend, the crazy playoff weekend that uh, we had. What did you like from it, and uh, who are your team's uh, front runner? Why Super Bowl? Yeah, you know what? I mean, great. Like well, the competition was phenomenal, and you can go game by game. I mean, how do you sack? How do you get sacked nine times in a game and still find a way to win it? I mean, that is incredible um, what they were able to accomplish in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow, just absolutely amazing. You know, that 91 team that I just talked about, we played 19 games on the way to the World Championship, gave up nine total sacks wow. on the season. They gave up nine sacks in a game and still found a way to win. Incredible. Uh, all the games coming down to uh, a last-second field goal over an overtime victory in the case of Kansas City, walk-off games, uh, just absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, for all the people complaining and whining about the overtime rules, 
uh, I don't know, win it in regulation. Um, actually pay attention and, and uh, don't start celebrating your victory with 13 seconds left. Absolute coaching gaffe uh, by the Buffalo Bills when it comes to strategy, when it comes to that kickoff. You can't kick that off out of the back of the end zone. you gotta, you got to mortar kick that thing to about the five-yard line and uh, make that team return and eat up five or six seconds off the clock. So a huge coaching mistake by the Buffalo Bills that ended up ultimately costing them that game. So who you got in the Super Bowl? I, You know what, I'm thinking Kansas City. I think Kansas City wins the game against Cincinnati in Kansas City. And then I think even though the Niners have, have beaten the Rams twice this year, um, I think the, the Rams are a more talented team. I'm, I'm going to take the Rams in that game. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, in that game, now we're going to talk about it. How are you preparing for the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, it, 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 seriously, we're not going to get to watch uh, Tom Brady, right, the GOAT of yeah. uh, all quarterbacks in the big game. But uh, we can watch it on the GOAT of all TV, 65-inch LG OLED C-Series, the GOAT of all TVs, best-selling premium TV series in the U.S., live sports, gaming, and streaming. Speaking of streaming, you can find all the hottest TV shows, live sports, including the big game, all on one device. T-Vote Stream 4K puts all the shows you love to stream from all the apps you love to stream them from in one convenient place. That's T-Vote Stream 4K. And then lighting is always important, right? Take your uh, gathering and make it a party. Sync full-color smart lighting strips, millions of color combinations. You can rep your favorite team, deck out the entertainment center. Uh, the Sync app makes it so easy, powered by Savant, just to take it out of the box, set it up. Lowe's and Lowe's.com for more information there. And then... Uh, no party's complete without guacamole, good foods, chunky guacamole, simple ingredients, fresh hand-scooped avocados, nothing artificial, Target, Costco, you can find it there. And plus, they're giving away a game day party for 12 for 15 winners. So go register right now, goodfoods.com, get your, uh, get your party on. Yeah, get your party on is right. Uh, when are we going to get you in the booth for a Super Bowl? Um, probably never. I didn't, I didn't pass the fame test. So I'm not famous enough. Uh, I, you know, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a, uh, uh, a, I have a Super Bowl winner three times over, but I'm not a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So, you know, uh, us, uh, yeah, us yeah. former fat guys, they don't like us former fat guys as much. I, I'd love, I bet it would be a dream come true. I'd love to be on the sideline, but I'm telling you what, any game to me, I'm living out a childhood dream. So any game I get to call for me is an absolute bonus. What made you uh, want to get into sports broadcasting when you were done with your career? Um, you know, actually, I thought I would take two years off once I retired and then find something to do. And um, it lasted, that lasted about two weeks. And my wife was like, if you don't find something to do, we're getting divorced because you're driving me crazy. And, uh, like, I just have to be doing stuff. And so, anyhow, I got a phone call. Um, you know, from ESPN back in that day, and they asked me to come in and audition. I went in and auditioned. They hired me on the spot, and I spent 16 years at ESPN. I spent the last five years at Fox, and um, and I tell you what, it's just been it's been a dream come true. I'm so blessed. I get to. Uh, my dad told me when I was a little boy, find something you love to do, and you'll never have to go to work in the morning. Um, I don't feel like I've worked a day in in my adult life. It's just been. Like I said, an absolute blessing to talk about the game that I love and play the game that I love uh, since I was a little boy. You mentioned uh, guacamole already, and it's lunchtime, so I'm getting hungry. What other foods uh, should we have on our menu for this Super Bowl coming up? 
Listen, man, I love height. You know, I didn't get to be 300-pound offensive lineman by shying away from food. You, I mean, you put anything in front of me, I'm going to chow down, whether it's pizza, burgers. I love meat. I'm a big meat fan. You know, I, like, here's one thing about me. I do not trust vegans, right? I, I've never trusted vegans. I'm a meat kid. I'm just going to eat meat because I love it. Because one thing you'll never see from a meat eater is a meat eater trying to make a piece of broccoli out of a piece of meat. Like that, that doesn't that doesn't exist. It doesn't go. Like the vegans try to make, you know, they try to make like a, like a, take a piece of broccoli or something and make it taste like meat. You don't see that the other way around. So I don't trust them. I, I never have. One final one here before we let you go. How's it been working with Adam Amen on Fox? Adam is the goods, man. He is. Adam is so. He's just so salt of the earth. He's a great kid. Um, kid, I call him a kid. He's thirty-five years old, but he is a. Uh, a phenomenal broadcaster, so prepared, so smart, um, uh, keeps me in line. So I appreciate the heck out of Adam. Uh, he does a uh, just does a phenomenal job. All right, our guest, Mark Schler, three-time Super Bowl champion. Thanks for coming on, Mark. Be well. My pleasure. You guys take care. That was Mark Schler, three-time Super Bowl championship champion, former Washington Redskin player back in the 90s. He had a great story to start it off there. Yeah, and I think, I uh, can't remember who it was. It might have been um, with NBC Sports Washington today. I think uh, having Joe Gibbs on as well. So might have to catch that later. There you go. Uh, but some great talk there. Now let's uh, let's hit the final break of the day. The segment sponsored in part here by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com. We'll wrap things up. Probably talk a little bit more NFL next on the Sports Mix. This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, no dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Do you love martial arts? Are you a little more Miyagi-Do than Cobra Kai? Dragon Warrior Kung Fu offers a well-rounded program designed to promote and encourage learning and growth in a family-friendly environment. Because Kung Fu is not just flashy fighting skills, it's a lifelong journey of self-discovery. Dragon Warrior Kung Fu. Call us at 304 350-0646 and learn more today. 
Holly's VIP Northside is the best local spot to catch all of your favorite high school, college, and pro sports, or to hang out with friends. Holly's has a great beer and cocktail menu, along with a food menu that will blow you away. Holly's offers multiple TVs to watch the game of your choice from anywhere at the bar or their outdoor patio with cornhole and fire pit. So stop by and see for yourself today at 36 Veronica Drive in Martinsburg. That's Ollie's VIP Northside. We'll see you for the game. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors. John Everson and Phil McCoy, you can call the Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343. You can stop by their offices located at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. We haven't heard that in a while, so I wanted to play it. We didn't like, get wait a second. We didn't get your full little part on it. It's not time for the sports doctor just yet. Maybe Friday's time for the sports Maybe. doctor. I have to contact Jim and see if we can get him on here. Uh, but as we close things out today, a little uh, stuff to talk about here. Last night at nine o'clock, there's a uh, article written. Tom Brady, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady says he plans to spend a lot of time with his family to figure out the future. Uh, he's not forty-five yet. And he talks about playing until 45. So what do we think about this? Do you think he comes back again? I think he does. As of right now, I think he does. I don't know. I think he probably does because this isn't how he would want to end it. But then again, if he feels like he's done playing, I mean, the guy has nothing really to prove. So it's not like him going out with a loss is like the end of the world, really. Um, Because everybody has already recognized him as the greatest quarterback of all time um so it's really just up to him and what he wants to do whether it be in his personal life or how he's feeling health wise in terms of getting up and gearing up for another season I mean that that's a lot to do um but I, I could see it I could see him coming back for another year but if he doesn't come back um I wouldn't be surprised either I think it's very 50 50 I mean he just led the league in passing yards and passing touchdowns, so he still has plenty left in the tank, I feel like. Over 5,300 yards, 43 touchdowns on the year. That's what I was thinking. I was like, does he really leave? But he technically leaves on top of the league in something. But still, I, I think he wants to go out with the Super Bowl, and I feel like that the Buccaneers can still possibly do that. Yeah, I, I just I don't think if he if – he, went out this way it would be like the end of the world like it's not like he never won a super bowl i mean the guy's got plenty uh if he wants to come back he can but again like there's a lot that goes into tom brady's training in particular but any nfl players training to get ready for another season i mean you're talking about a whole off season of of getting your body right if he's going to come back and play and want to play at that level again so if he goes out now, it, you know it's really down to just he does want to play football anymore, and that will be the determining factor. Because yes, he can still play, but again, you never want to extend your career too much. Like we saw Brett Favre come back for another year, and it didn't work out very another well. Another two he, years, yeah, and he wasn't the same player. 
Well, I mean, he had the year in Minnesota where he was really good, but then the year after that, he was not Brett Favre anymore. And, and didn't help that he was on the Jets. Yeah, I mean, well, that was in at, before Minnesota. I'm talking about the year That's after true. he threw the pick in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. And was just terrible with the Vikings. So I don't want to see that with Tom Brady. I want to see him go out and, and still remember him as the best quarterback in the league, which is pretty much what he was numbers-wise this year. I think it's going to, no matter what, be hard not to view him as the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, I know, but no I'm just saying I don't want him to come back and, and for whatever reason just drop off completely. I don't know why it would happen, but I mean, eventually I like Father Time's going to catch up injury. Here. Yeah, exactly. But there'd and have to be an injury you wouldn't want him We to haven't seen that yet. Sustain an injury like that at this point. So if he decides to go, he goes. Uh, it's a legendary career. Yeah, and uh, what we'll have uh, right now, the dynasty begins. We'll have the NFL playoff memorable moments from Westwood One. Do you want to grab that? I don't think Avery knows about that. Nick, uh, here is the uh, NFL memorable playoff moments from Westwood One with Tom Brady and the Patriots dynasty begins. Westwood One presents memorable moments in NFL postseason history. Super Bowl 36 featured the upstart New England Patriots and the high-scoring St. Louis Rams. Yet the Pats' defense held the greatest show on turf to just three points through three quarters. But the Rams scored two touchdowns to tie the game with 130 remaining. Despite no timeouts and young quarterback Tom Brady under center, the Patriots marched down the field setting up a 48-yard field goal attempt for Adam Vinatieri. Placement down by Walter. Vinatieri's field goal try for the win is good. It's good. And the New England Patriots have won Super Bowl 36. Vinatieri's game-winning kick sealed the Patriots' first championship, and it marked the first time in history that the Super Bowl was won on the final play. With another memorable moment in NFL postseason history, I'm Scott Graham, Westwood One Sports. Wow, I forgot about that for a minute, honestly. That was kind of the start of it all. It was the start of it all. Yeah, it was the start of it all. Let's transition now a little bit here. We got about uh, two minutes left. Uh, The Caps were in action last night, number 43, game number 43 of the season, and didn't go their way. They got shut out by the Vegas Golden Knights, 1-0. Again, their January struggles continue, Colin. Yeah, I think they've dropped uh, now 7 of 10 this month, and then there's two or three games left. So uh, the end of the month can't get here quick enough for yeah, the Caps. back in action tomorrow night at 7 p.m. against the San Jose Sharks and the Wizards after their loss on Sunday. They're back in action tonight as they host the Clippers' 7 p.m. game. That will be on NBC Sports Washington. We will not have that game due to Martinsburg hosting Jefferson in EPAC boys basketball action. Uh, but a little note here, West Virginia's game, men's bat, men's hoops-wise against Texas Tech, set for Saturday, February 5th, now has a 2 p.m. tip-off time. You can hear that at 1 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. And uh, was it tomorrow night we got the Mountaineers versus Oklahoma, a 7 p.m. pregame show, 8 p.m. tip right here the on Talk Radio The 500th game that Bob Huggins is the head coach for the Mountaineers. There you go. I saw on Twitter. Did not know that. Do we still have uh, the two tickets, or do you know? We have, yeah, we still have tickets. So if you want to go to that game, you can call in uh, 304-263-6586. We have tickets for that. We have six tickets left still, four and two. Uh, so we just got some more tickets. So if you want to go to that game tomorrow night, we got more tickets. 
We got more? Ooh, yeah. even So better. if you want to go to that game, it's 304-263-6586. That does it for today's edition of the Sports Mix. Uh, for our producer, intern, Avery Newport. For Colin McLaughlin, Nick Verzellini, I'm Spencer Week. Shout out to Mark Schlereth for coming on the show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.